Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm Keith. I'm Jared. We got no Derek today. Rest in peace. Moment of silence. Thank you. Yep, he's fine. We just, you know, he's lost. All right, welcome (laughs) back. We are talking week five. Two teams without wins still in the NFL and only one without a loss. We'll get there later, but let's start with a Thursday night football game. Rams and Seahawks. Rams win 26-17. Seahawks lose Russell Wilson when your finger turns the wrong way. And who's their quarterback, ladies and gentlemen? Geno Smith. Geno! Are the Seahawks screwed with Geno Smith, the quarterback? <laughs> with that being said, Keith, go. All right. I'm not going to say they're screwed yet because we saw Geno Smith. He didn't play bad. He did not play bad against a good Rams defense, too. And, I mean, that last interception was not his fault. You saw no, the, wi- the wide receiver yeah. slipped. I mean, that wasn't even his fault. I mean, he threw, what, almost 130 yards and a touchdown in, what, the fourth quarter? Yeah, he let a 98-yard touchdown drive the first time he was in the game. Got him back in the game for that. So Exactly. So I'm not going to say they're screwed um, yet. I want to see how he plays this week. I think the Seahawks will dip a little bit maybe because they are not used to Geno Smith, obviously. They've been playing with Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's been starting how many games in a row was he starting? I don't even know. A lot. Uh, Russell Wilson, I believe, has started 100-plus straight games for the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, so it's going to be a change, but I'm not going to go ahead and say they're screwed yet because of how Geno Smith was playing against a good Rams defense. I would agree. I think I think the big difference with the Seahawks is running a new system because Geno Smith is older. He is not the same quarterback that played in 2013. I think that the difficulty that they're going to have is working a system around Geno Smith. They did a great job. Pete Carroll did. I'm not sure if we want to give Pete Carroll any credit for anything, but <laughs> I, the Seahawks did a great job revolving a game plan around Geno Smith. They got him back involved in the game. I want to give credit to the Rams. Even though they did not look great the whole game, they fought and they fought, and they're 4-1. and one. I just don't know about the Rams. There's something about them this year that I just don't trust. I don't know what it is. I think it. I think it's just their... I think it's their lack of output from Aaron Donald so far. We're seeing a guy who's consensusly the best player in the league not play well, and so I'm a little back and forth on the Rams. Well, I don't know if it's fair to say he's not playing well, considering every... You think it's just a different... the ways that defense I think are, teams yeah. now have realized that if you don't triple or double team at the least Aaron Donald... He's going to mess you up because Aaron Donald gets paid to win one-on-ones every single time. And it's not not really fair to say Aaron Donald's going to throw an offensive lineman into another offensive lineman and beat a double team every single play. I think the difficulty that the Rams are facing is they are still used to – they're still trying to get adjusted, I feel, almost, with Stafford and all the players that they have. I feel like – They'll be fine. I think the Rams will be great. They're four and one. They're playing well. It's the Seahawks to me. I'm interested to see how things go with Geno. I think the Rams may be sort of like a Buccaneers situation, like we saw last year. You know, they we saw the Buccaneers struggle at times a little bit in the beginning of last season, especially because there was no training camp or preseason. Or there was no preseason. I mean, and um, I think the Rams they just need to get acclimated to you know. They have a good quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. They, I mean, Jared. I mean, no disrespect to Jared Goff. I mean, he's been playing well in Detroit. I, I mean, I don't think Jared Goff's a bad quarterback, but Stafford. I mean, 
he I mean we've seen him he's been playing well Stafford's been very impressive I will give him that all right, we're going to do what I call speed run through the next three games because these are three games no one cares about. Hey. Uh, hey, well, sorry, <laughs> Keith Lundstrom is in the building. Jets-Falcons, 27-20. Falcons win this one in London. Is Zach Wilson horrible? Jared Freeman. Uh, Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Keith, Falcons, do they have a shot at anything at 2-3 and three, heading into their bye week? All right, well, I'm going to start out saying – I'm not exactly happy with the way the game went, which I I'm happy we either. won. Yeah. Kyle Pitts, we saw him finally have his breakout game. We saw him use him well. But the fa- this should have been a blowout. The Falcons should have beat this team by 20. I mean, if you look, we turned the ball over with fumbles. You know, we saw Hayden Hurst fumble, Mike Davis, which I did not Gotta help me in fantasy. Mike Davis guy. <laughs> Um, and, I mean, the defense, we saw them break down at times in the second half. Like, we've seen God knows how many times now. So, I think I'm not exactly happy with – I don't think we played well. I mean, I think no. we played well in the first quarter and half of the second quarter. And then after that, it kind of went downhill. But we still pulled out the win. So, I think – we just have to somehow get consistent. If we can get consistent, then um, I think our schedule is easy enough so that, that we can maybe start to do better if we get some of those guys back, like Calvin Ridley, Russell Gage, and our secondary can stop being so horrible. But um, Well, Amidi Zacchaeus is receiver one isn't going to get you guys anywhere. You need Russell Gage back on that field, and Calvin Ridley will be back. I think he was just dealing with an issue. Yeah. I don't expect it to be a prolonged... Uh, absence for Ridley, but yeah, you need Russell Gage back on that field. Even if he's not getting the football, he has not played well, it opens the door for other players in your offense exactly. to get open. Exactly, and I mean, like we've seen before, the Falcons' offense, even when Julio Jones left, we've seen all the weapons, especially with the emergence of Cordero Patterson. I mean, this yeah. guy's been a beast. I mean, Fantasy team! I, I, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know what Arthur Smith has been doing with him. I've never Fantasy seen... Team. Any, I have never seen any coach use Cordero Patterson like we have been. It's because nobody well. know, nobody's known how to look at the incompetent franchises that have held them there. That's also true. Vikings, Bears, Bears. bears. <laughs> yeah. um, specifically the Vikings, though, honestly. And speaking of, I'm going to skip to that Vikings game because I feel it's a good transition. Mm-hmm. Vikings are awful. I'm going to just say it right here. You won the game off a 50-yard field goal. Congrats. The Lions continue to get screwed. Mm-hmm. You are not a good football team. You have run the football well no matter who the running back's been, and I think we now know that Alexander Madison is worthy of a starting job in football, regardless of where it is. I I do believe there is a huge issue the Vikings are facing right now, and it is once again underperforming all expectations. They continue to do it year after year. The Vikings are not a playoff team. Kirk Cousins is not a playoff quarterback. Kirk Cousins is not a good quarterback. Um... Yeah, that's my thought on that. Lions are 0-5, but they could very easily be 3-2, and and we could be having a completely different conversation. That is true. I mean, Lions, they just well, they just keep on getting screwed over and it over It seems and like over. a Falcons thing where they just always find a way to lose the game somehow, some way. Yeah. Same thing with the Chargers last I year. I mean, if you saw the post-game interview, I don't know if you saw oh, it. Yeah, Dan, I can't. Dan Campbell was cro- tearing up, actually. Tell me a coach you'd rather play for in the NFL right now besides Dan Campbell. And there, you can only name at the maybe maximum one to two. Yeah, like, I mean, people have been saying, like, oh, yeah. John, just, he, John, John Gruden? <laughs> 
People have been saying, oh, God, he just knows he's going to get fired. But Dan Campbell's been a good coach. He's a player's coach. I oh, mean, absolutely. Everyone, coach. Every, all the Lions players have said they love him. And, I mean, you he's, can He tell. is a franchise changer. He's the guy that the Jags should have hired. We'll get there. Yeah, I mean, you can see, like, you can see the players are war- willing to fight for him. They want to play for him, you know. Yeah, like, for as, sure. 100%. As a, yeah. As a player myself, I know that's the type of coach that I would want to play for. for 100%. Sure. Emotion and everything. Sean Payton, that coaching tree. The, the the coaches he's built, they have worked really well in other places. And trust me, I said this the other day, in 10 to 15 years we'll be talking about Dan Campbell as one of the greatest coaches in all of sports. I believe that to my core. I think he is a very, very talented coach. He is a guy that could change this franchise, and I think in five years we're talking about the Lions as a playoff team. I do. All right, moving on. This game I'm sour about. This is the Patriots-Texans game. Patriots eke it out with a field goal. I'm frustrated, and the reason I'm frustrated has nothing to do with the game in itself. It has everything to do with the quarterback playing for the Houston Texans and Davis Mills. So I played Keith in fantasy this week. Shout out, Keith. Hi there. How you doing? Um, I started Kirk Cousins. Thank you, Kirk. We appreciate it. You've been dropped this morning. Um, I was nearly tempted with a $5 bet to start Davis Mills. If I would have taken the $5 bet, not only would I have five more dollars so I could buy lunch today, I would have won. (laughs) Davis Mills threw for 325 yards and three touchdowns while Kirk Cousins decided to sleep. Now that we're off that, now that we're done with the saltiness, the worst rookie quarterback isn't Davis Mills. He's not. If we look at it, David Coley never gave him a chance in the first two games to do anything with this team. The minute they gave him the keys to the offense, he looked amazing on Sunday against a very, very good secondary in New England. He played way better than Brady did against that secondary. Like, no, he's not better than Brady. But... I think Davis Mills is a guy we can be... I I said this at the draft. I think he's a guy that we can really see as a future quarterback playing very well, and I think he could be a franchise turner for the Texans, who are clearly in a direction right now they do not want to be in, but once they trade Watson, they're going to have some picks. I think Houston's going to get this operation figured out. I think they found their future quarterback. Keith, what do you think about that? I mean, it's kind of hard to argue with the performance that he just had. I mean, you know, 325 yards, three touchdowns as a rookie against Patriots defense, which pretty good defense. I mean, at least they're secondary. It's kind of hard to argue with that. Now, uh, Davis Mills, obviously we've seen him struggle. I don't think that's all his fault. Um, Davis Mills, if he is not the worst rookie quarterback, who do you think is? Zach Wilson. Uh, I can agree with that. I, I think Zach Wilson's been awful. I'm sorry. I, I wanted to believe he's not been awful. He's awful. Matthew, you were literally praising him last week. Yeah, yeah, I was. <laughs> and here's the thing. That was one game. Last week you and said he was the yeah, best. I jumped the gun. And then, no, he wasn't the best. Yeah, you did. I said the best I said the best last week was Trey Lance. And I and to to an extent I think I still hold that a little bit. Um because I think he's got more potential than everybody else, and that includes my own quarterback. But I think that Zach Wilson just has a lot to learn right now. I I don't think the same way for the other five. I think Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, Mac Jones specifically. Mm -hmm. uh, I already said Trey Lance. I'm losing. Uh, Davis Mills. I think all these guys already have a bit of the game figured out. 
I think Zach Wilson is a guy that's going to take some years even to figure out for New York. It's not a quick fix. The question is, are New York fans willing to be patient? And my answer is no. So I think this is going to be another <laughs> failed operation in New York. That's my take on it. They did this with Darnold. Look what Darnold's doing in Carolina. He's tied for the lead in rushing touchdowns. And no, actually, Henry has six. But and Darnold didn't get any this weekend because they suck. Speaking of, this is perfect because what's our next game? Eagles-Panthers. Oh, what happened to Sam Darnold? Lord. Thought he was supposed to be good. He was. Specifically, what happened to Robbie Anderson? Like, it, they this. lost their weaponry. It feels like they just stopped playing football. He just stopped playing football because he knows I drafted him on my fantasy team. Oh, that is such a pain, too. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. It's the same thing with Julio for me every year. The same stuff happens. We'll get there. Um, but, man... Carolina looked so good, too. This is the problem. It wasn't like they were a lame 3-0. and They were a strong 3-0 and team. And now back-to-back weeks, you've left, they've left you with your head scratched. Head scratching? What? Something. You get it. You get the point. Is Carolina a playoff team? I, a few weeks ago, I would have said absolutely. Now I'm not so sure. I think Carolina can be a playoff team when Christian McCaffrey's on the field. There you go. I think if that's the big Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy, I think. Carolina can be a playoff team because teams have to account for Christian McCaffrey at all times, whether it's running the ball, catching the ball, throwing doing the ball. whatever. Yeah, doing whatever. And then also having to account for DJ Moore, of course. And, well, maybe not Robbie Anderson as much anymore, but. <laughs> um, I don't know. I like Chubba Hubbard. <laughs> Chubba Hubba. I call him, I call him Chubba, Chubba Hubba, Hubba because why not? He well, played well. He played well. Oh, he played but he's, not well. he's not Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, exactly. Christian McCaffrey outtakes that offense to another level. I mean, yeah, and they they are a and they lost J.C. Horn, their rookie corner, and Stephon Gilmore's coming back. That's the big. That's I the think big, that, that's the big that's one. That's the big one. So I think, I think the, yeah. if McCaffrey can stay healthy, Gilmore will come back, and then when uh, J.C. Horn, I don't know how bad his injury is, but whenever he comes back, of yeah, course they don't help. they don't know if he's coming back this year. They're fine though. They got. I'm a, sure. I mean, they, they just got, got Gilmore. They so. got Jeremy Chin as well. They're yeah. fine. They're fine. They'll figure it. Out. I mean, yeah. I mean, even with that one, Gilmore comes back and then. Oh, and Dante. McCaffrey. They have Dante Jackson too. I forgot about that guy. Yeah, they're I mean, fine. Their secondary is pa- pa- great. Panthers might have the best secondary in the league. When JC oh Moore. no, that belongs to Miami still with with with, with Xavier and Howard, Byron Jones, Eric If J.C. No. Horn is on the field with Stephon Gilmore, Gilmore Dante Jackson, Jerry yeah, but Chin. the thing is the three the three of them are never gonna be on the field at the same time. They'll play two, and then Chin Chin plays safety corner. Chin's gonna either play slot or he'll play out. So I I, I think the Dolphins have it the best because we also forget Jason McCourty is in is oh. And, Oh my God, New England! Are you kidding me? I, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just completely neglected New England. I'm sorry to you, Patriots fans, and congratulations if you were still a Patriots fan and didn't bandwagon. I'm proud of you. That's a different story. All right, <laughs> Saints, Washington. Oh, man, I really wanted to believe Washington was going to be good this year, but that was when Ryan Fitzpatrick was quarterback. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I never said this team was going to be good with Taylor Heineke quarterback. My, uh, my uh, ad- <laughs> affirmations have been confirmed. I think that Washington is – I'm disappointed in their defense. We were talking about Washington as a generational defense. Chase Young, not playing well. Jonathan Allen, he's played well, but he's like literally the only guy in their line that's played well at all. Um, 
What's wrong with Washington? They're two and three. People were thinking them as a possible Super Bowl team. Is it really only because Fitzpatrick is injured, or are there problems elsewhere that need to be addressed? Look, Keith or Jared, this goes to either of you. I love Fitzpatrick. I like Taylor Heineke, but I don't think either of them. You can don't think lead it a makes team. a difference? I don't think either of them can lead a team to a Super Bowl. I don't think they can either. But I'm going to give you this question: The Dolphins are one and four. We have a while before we get to the Dolphins, but you know, I just want to. Oh no, we do. Did we already? We may have already gotten there, but. The one thing I want to ask here, and I think this is the the curiosity point, they went ten and six with Fitzpatrick starting thirteen games last year. The Dolphins did. They are one and four without Fitzpatrick this year. I don't. I, I really want people to understand that I think Fitzpatrick is much better and way more important to a team than people realize because of his big playability. I saw it with Fitz Magic in Tampa. So I really want that point emphasized. Heineke is not a starting quarterback in the NFL. I don't care what you say. He is not a starting quarterback in football today. My question is, with this, even if they had Fitzpatrick, you're still saying, no, they're not a playoff team, or do you think that may change now, giving you what I've given you? Well, I think it's not really going to come down to... I think Fitzpatrick can play well. It's going to be more if they can get Antonio Gibson going, get their running Mm -hmm. game going with McKissick as well. I mean, Antonio Gibson had 20 carries for 60 yards. Two touchdowns, though. Two touchdowns, though, but that's not great average. No, yards per carry is off. And then J.D. McKissick, I mean, he had two carries for negative one yards. I mean... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Jared how many Patterson. Catch, how, many ca- how many catches, though? Uh, J.D. McKissick had one catch for eight yards. Nice job. Yeah. Jesus, that's awful. Exactly. Um, that's the thing. McKissick last season, dude, they used him very well. He was an awesome gap change of pace back. Here's the other problem. Their free agency pickups have all missed. Curtis Samuel, awful. He's even Absolutely been on the field. terrible. He's been injured. <laughs> he has been, but, I mean... Big disappointment. They wanted him to be big-time receiver alongside Terry McLaurin. Adam Humphreys, after a big year in Tennessee, has done nothing in Washington. Their defense has gotten substantially worse for no reason at all. So there are issues. I mean, Adam Humphreys had three catches for 73 yards. It's not terrible. Ooh, but congratulations. Here's your three catches. But... I don't know. Washington, to me, not good. Saints, you're 3-2 and two heading into the bye week. You finally got Kamara going. We'll see. But I, I did want to stop on Washington. I'm going to make this quick because I don't like painful conversations. Um, Jags lost by 18. Fire Urban Meyer. Trevor Lawrence sucks. We're 0-5. We might go 0-17. We'll see you in London next week. All right, next game. <laughs> Dolphins, Buccaneers, 45-17. Is Tom Brady the MVP? Jared, go. No. Why? Who takes it besides him? Someone that's not 48 years old. 44. I don't know. I don't think he'll win it. This is the he man so who ha- this, this, is a- <laughs> this is AP Psychology, Jared Freeman. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a whole-ass textbook on the table. No, no, no. I'm going to give you an answer of who I think is going to win. This just, is, there we go, Jared. Just give me like two seconds. All right. Jameis Winston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta love Jameis, bro. Oh, is Brady the MVP, Keith? I know me and you both hate him, so I'll ask you. I mean, I think 
he's up there, obviously. You know, when you look at MVPs, you look at Kyler Murray, Tom Brady, Justin Herbert. Josh now, Allen. Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. That's there my you pick. Go. There yeah. you go. That was my pick preseason. Yeah. Um, Dak Prescott. I mean, it's kind of hard to – I mean, he's honestly – if you look at what he's doing, he's 44 years old, and I think it's kind of surprising how much it's not getting talked about. What Agreed. he's doing at yeah. 44 years old. I mean, everyone's talking about Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, but no one realizes 44 years old. Tom Brady's l- what is like he threw five touchdowns last and week and 400 yards. 400 and I played yards. him in fantasy. So, but Brady, I think Brady's MVP if he plays like this, breaks touchdown record, etc. All right, we have 18 minutes and a lot of games, so we're gonna have to go speed mode. I with the games coming up, I'm going to go speed mode after this one. Right. Packers Bengals. Oh, my God, does somebody want to win a football game? <laughs> We're sitting here. Crosby, that way. Crosby, that way. McPherson, that way. Crosby, that way. McPherson, hit the bar. Crosby, hit the bar. Does somebody want to win the football game? Yes, Crosby actually hit a field goal. Miracle. He attempted seven, made three. <laughs> awesome. Something are the Packers good? Right, like, Are they? They're four and one. Congratulations. But really, how impressive have they been? Uh, I mean, they've been – I mean, they're a playoff team, obviously. Well, but, I mean, their division is awful, so yes. Yeah, but I think they've been all right. I don't think they've been as good as some people anticipated them being as of, like, the last dance, whole stuff in the off season. Jeopardy like season, that. baby. <laughs> like, I think they've underperformed a little bit. They're still 4-1. Oh, yeah. They're still going to make the playoffs, obviously. Um, I don't know if they get make it past the divisional round, though. I don't think they do either. I, I mean, I'm not even sure they make it past a wild card. NFC West going to give you Cardinals and Rams. They'll probably be three or four seed. They'll probably be four seed. Possibly. They're not beating Team 2 in the NFC West, in my opinion. All right. Speed run time. Broncos, Steelers. Steelers win by eight. Teddy Bridgewater and the Broncos fall to three and two. Quick question, Keith. Steelers, are they back? No. Thank you. All right, that was that's the kind of answer I'm talking about. <laughs> Bears Raiders twenty to nine. I can't I can't sit here and talk about Gruden all day, and we don't want to. I've already heard enough. Jared Freeman are the Bears a playoff team? Yes or no? Uh, no. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Browns Chargers forty seven forty two. Are the Chargers the best offensive team in football now that the Chiefs suck? Go. No. Thank you. Um, I think it's are the, the Bills. Are the Browns the best three and two team we've like ever seen? I wouldn't say the best that we've ever seen. I mean, they're ridiculous. They're good. I, I mean, come on now. They've gotten screwed twice. They played the Chiefs and Chargers. The Chiefs, that Chiefs loss actually looks worse and worse as we go. Yep. Do you think the Browns beat the Cardinals next week? Yes. Mm, I don't think so. Depends. I don't in, think in, so. in Cleveland, it's a toss-up to me. All right. Oh, it is in Cleveland. That's true. <laughs> I'm stopping here because I have to. Um, Giants-Cowboys. I am I will be the first to admit I am very proud of Dallas. I, I, I did not expect this. They finally actually I did. put up a. Uh, they finally put up a team though, like literally they suck, they suck, they always under, they always underachieve every year. The same shit has happened with them every year. Excuse the language. You get one, nobody cares. But this is where I want to stop because the Giants had a whole hospital they needed Saquon by. 
Kenny Galladay. I mean, no one cares. He sucks anyway, but bye. I started with fantasy. So did I. It's opinions. okay. We, we both cry a little bit. <laughs> Kadarius Tony, punch a guy. Um, Daniel Jones <laughs> can't walk straight. <laughs> yeah, and then this is the one we were getting to. Mike Glennon, ladies and gentlemen. All right, that needed to be done. Um, but that, that's pretty much it. I hope Daniel Jones is all right. That looked, that, That's a scary injury. You hate to see that. But Mike Glennon, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, I mean, that's my guy. And now me. Devin Booker's their leading rusher. Devonte Booker, <laughs> yeah, not Devin Booker. <laughs> Devin Booker, that would be kind of cool though, right? It was right? a joke. That would be kind of cool though, right? Devin Booker, <laughs> running back, New York Giants. He looked kind of fly though. And he literally get destroyed, but you know, I don't know. I the Giants are awful. I mean, <laughs> they're playing yeah. Rams this weekend. If Glennon is quarterback, mean, God, I mean, pray for them. Giants lost to the Falcons. They did lose to the Falcons with Daniel Jones. Yeah. My brother has some Answer weird obsession one. with Daniel Jones. He thinks he's like the greatest quarterback ever. Daniel Jones, if this is going to be his last season being the starting quarterback in the NFL. He I should think. be scared of Mike Glennon. He should be. Thank you. There we go. <laughs> oh, All right. All right, 49ers, Cardinals, and then, of course, the, the twist here. Cardinals are 5-0. They did not play great. He scored 17 points, whatever. I don't want to talk about the Cardinals. They're really good. We all know this. I want to talk about the Niners. If you guys did not hear the news on Monday – Trey Lance ran his knee. He did. Yeah. And so now he's not going to play. Probably not for a little while. Yeah. So unfortunately, we're playing quarterback carousel in San Francisco. You thought, oh. Once again. We thought, oh, Jimmy G's injured. Looks like he's not going to play again because Trey Lance will take his job. Nope, here comes Jimmy G again. Oh, maybe not. You know why? He's injured too. So that brings us to Nate Sudfeld. I don't even know who that is. Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> that would probably be better right about now. Um, but That's yeah, but yeah, Nate Sudfeld. I like being able to change the mic volume. This is great. I love this. All right, uh, Sudfeld. They're done. I mean, it's simple. Without Trey Lance or Jimmy G, this team is going to absolutely explode. Yeah, and no running game. Well, yeah, Raheem Mostert's done for the year too, and Trey Sermon. Huh? <laughs> Let's give him three snaps. Yeah. Um. All right, Bills. Chiefs game of the day, or well, it was supposed well, to be the game of the day. Well, I think Chargers and Browns might have something to say about that. Yeah, it was, it was supposed to be the game of the day, yeah, and then the Bills to. are like, eh, "You sure about that?" So, Bills are four and one. Who's better, Bills or Cardinals? And then I'm going on a rant about a certain team. Um, I think the Cardinals might be slightly better. I think Josh Allen's been playing great, obviously. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I think the Cardinals are able to spread the ball around more, not just because of all the receivers they have, but because of their two running backs they got in their backfield as well, James Conner and Chase Edmonds, who both have been doing pretty – I mean, they don't have like a – tremendous run game or anything but they get the job done at least i mean they run for touchdowns especially James oh connor's Conner. been at, connor's having a great year again which yeah. is something we haven't seen in a while which is nice to see him have a comeback so i think and i think that cardinals defense also makes the difference as well yep. but i think that bill's offense it's a it's like a one and a two when it comes to the cardinals and bill's offenses right now i would agree all right here's my rant and i'm going to turn it up just for a second and then go back down the Chiefs are not making the playoffs. Allow me to explain why. Their defense, awful. Yep. Absolutely awful. I have not seen a defense this bad since the Jags last season. Um, the Chiefs' offense is not the same offense. Mahomes just matched his interception total from all of last season in five games. I have a question for you. I want you to go. 
has the rest of the NFL finally figured out Patrick Mahomes? Yes, they have. You know why? Defend the deep ball. Tyreek Hill has caught only 62% of his targets. They are figuring it out. They know how to guard him. And now he's panicking because he's out of options. What they're doing, just guard Tyreek Hill, Kelsey. Double team Hill. Double team Hill, Kelsey. Get a linebacker and get maybe even a defensive end. Blitz less against this football team. Play in more coverage. Make Mahomes play like a superhero, which he can't do 17 games a season. They're done. They are done. Everybody has figured them out, and you and they could score 30. They could score 30 a game. And still lose. And lose. I mean, yeah. I mean, we've seen the Chiefs. All these years, they've what they win because they outscore people. I mean, you've seen and they can't talk do that this year when their defense is as bad as it is. I mean, you've seen people like talk about the Chiefs in years past. Like, you can't turn the ball over against the Chiefs because Patrick Mahomes is going to go and throw a touchdown immediately, and then you're going to be playing catch up the whole game because the Chiefs are just going to keep on scoring and scoring. Yeah. But when your defense is allowing a team to score on almost every single drive and when Patrick Mahomes is not scoring on every single drive anymore, that kind of, you know. It ruins their team almost a little bit. It, it removes the edge. Yeah. All right. This is a brief one because it was 22-3 to Colts. They lose to the Ravens 31-25 in overtime. They pulled the Falcons. They be- <laughs> mm, damn. The Colts are 1-4. I don't think I've ever seen a 1-4 team play better football. Then you got to finish games. Carson Wentz is good, guys. I didn't know he knew how to play football. <laughs> Man, the Eagles really just are that dysfunctional, aren't they? The Colts are going to be okay, I think. No, I hope he'll get injured in a couple weeks. I'm sure he will. But yeah. it, if he's healthy, they're all right. I think they'll probably be middle of the road. That's a big if. Their, <laughs> their division is god-awful. I mean, sure. the Jags are in it, so I mean that, may, that already makes it better. And the Texans, guys. But... Yeah, I mean, that's it's pretty bad. <laughs> I got to get to my favorite moment of the week because our predictions are coming up. This was so funny. So, London game's on. We see the Thursday night football commercial pop on. Keith has no idea the two teams that are playing. So I go, oh, man, it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Look at this Thursday night game. Who are they going to play? Fletcher Cox pops up on the screen. The Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, come on. How do you schedule Thursday night games like this? No one needs to see this. We don't need to see slaughtered birds through four quarters of football. Come on now. I'll ask for people's picks, but I think we already know who everybody's picking. Keith, I'll start with you. Uh, well, I don't think I would be considered a sane person if I were to choose the Philadelphia Eagles beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the Buccaneers. I'm taking the Eagles to be different. This is, this is Jared Freeman, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This is why he's here. If they win, I get five bucks from both of you. No. Jared, Jared why, did the Eagle, why do you think the Eagles win then? Uh, Give us a player's name. Because Jalen Hurts. There we good. go. There you go. Thank you, Jared. Oh, my God. All right, Buccaneers-Eagles. I'm going to go Buccaneers 38, Eagles 21. I don't think it's even the same league, and I think the Eagles' defense is awful. Buccaneers moved 5-1. and one. Eagles are 2-4, and four, and Gardner Minshew becomes a consideration in this Eagles offense. Ooh-hoo-hoo! A former <laughs> Jaguar. When we traded away for a fifth-round pick. How, my question is how that even happened, but whatever. All right. It's been awesome. Thank you guys so much for watching. Hope you have a great week six of NFL action. Maybe the Jags win a football game. We'll be here next week. Nah. No, they won't. We suck. Urban Meyer, please get fired. All right, thank you guys for watching. I'm Matthew. I'm Keith. Jared. All right, peace out.